You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Greg Johnson. The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, and streaming live on Ustream, this is AfterBuzz TV for Teen Mom. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Teen Mom news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now... Picking up where the show leaves off, and the buzz continues. It's After Buzz TV for Teen Mom. Yay. Hello, everyone. Mari Sabo here, and I am so excited to be hosting with my three co-hosts who are in studio in Los Angeles. Unfortunately, I live out in New York, but I love Teen Mom so much that I had to join in. But I have my incredible co-hosts joining me. Ed Bowling and Isabel Morris. I'm sorry. I we hosted like 16 and pregnant and the first teen mom, and I still can't pronounce your last name right. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh, Jessica King is a new co-host joining us in our uh, teen mom, 16 and pregnant franchise that we're going on. Hello, hey, Jessica. Glad to be here. Uh, Jessica, I'm excited to hear your opinion because Ed, Isabel, and I would get into some pretty um, heated debates over 16 and Pregnant and Teen Mom when we hosted uh, those two shows. So I'm not sure where where you stand. I'm curious to find out. Well, I've been a fan since day one, so I definitely have some strong opinions of my uh, own. Opinions, is that's what we need. We need opinions. We have, there's always room for more opinions. Yes. And we'll definitely have a lot to talk about. And I know we saved predictions for the end of the show, but can I just make a big prediction right here? I think that this season of Teen Mom, Teen Mom 2, Your is going to be more controversial. Oh, sorry. Wait for my prediction music. <laughs> There's your Your AfterBuzz <laughs> TV predictions. That's a new but one. But I think it's going to be more controversial, more drunk. Uh, and more entertaining than the Teen Mom season that we just wrapped up with, um, you know, Farah and the bunch. What do you guys? Think? Well, now wait a minute. Is that purely based on previews that you've seen, or or is it? Are you basing it on what you know about in the news? What are you basing that on? Everything. I'm basing it off of a what I saw in last night's episode, b what I saw in um, the preview for the whole season at the end of the show, and c just what I know about the girls in the news, and we'll okay. talk about this. But there's so much more that happens to these girls than what we saw in last night's episode. So I, I think while, you know, Sarah and everything with Sophia was so dramatic and all the other girls, um, I don't know. I think that, and Amber obviously was a lot of drama. Yeah. I don't know. Janelle really gives Amber a run for her money here. Yeah. Yeah, she does. I have to agree with you about this season being pretty controversial, and I feel like a lot of the fans are sensing that as well, because I did read today that um, last night's premiere got the biggest premiere ratings in Teen Mom history. So Get out. They had like 4.2 million viewers or something like that. So... 
it's starting big, and I think it's gonna. It's not going to disappoint for sure. Well, those previews that we did see, you know, mainly of you know seeing what Janelle says and does, that what definitely would create uh, you know a great opening viewers you know numbers. Yeah, but I also feel we know so much of the ending for all these couples. There's been so much in the news. We already know who's together, who's not. Mm -hmm. So we obviously want to watch and see how this ends up happening, how it plays out. Yes. um, So we know a lot more than we did from you know the other people aside from Amber. But that's what's so frustrating is that the show is so far back in time that we know so much has happened since then. And that was frustrating with watching the last Teen Mom season is because we were watching Amber's story at least when she was like just in jail and just getting out of jail. And, you know, we already knew she was in rehab and out of rehab at that point in time. And so with Janelle... We know she was in rehab and out of rehab, like, at this point in time, yet we're back in October, in Halloween of last year, Halloween of 2010. I just think that there's such a lag time that it's kind of frustrating to me. Well, and, but, and it doesn't stop us from watching it, right? Number one, that doesn't. But this seems to be unique to this particular reality show. There's other reality shows, Real World and all these other things, but Teen Mom and 16 and Pregnant is one that has created such an interest in finding out what happens to these girls after the show. So, But now you've got this weird thing where we know what happens because the show was taped a while ago. We know what's going to happen. And so now we uh, find it terribly interesting to see what happens in between. We still want to watch it. And with Amber, the thing that uh, that changed for me is we saw all of the negative stuff, right? You know, always in the news. The only news is bad news, right? And then when I saw Amber's experience, like being in her house and people driving by and saying she's a bad mom mm-hmm. and all this stuff, I began yeah. to feel a little bit more for her and, and feel like I understood a little bit more as opposed to just hearing the end result. And so it makes, it almost makes how they got from point A to point B, more interesting. And I think this season's taking it a step further as well because, you know, back to the Amber stuff, we were hearing a lot of the jail and the rehab and all of that stuff from the tabloids. So, you know, you kind of always take that with a grain of salt. But with this season, like, these girls are speaking out on their own. They're using their own platforms on Twitter, Facebook, whatnot. Janelle is constantly tweeting about breaking up with Kiefer, getting back with Kiefer, going to jail. I think Leah tweeted when she filed for divorce. So it's like all of this stuff was happening during the hiatus and now they're teasing it throughout the season and it's not even like you could be like, oh my gosh, because it's like, well, Leah tweeted about that like (laughs) six months ago. So that's old news. Yeah. So, I mean, but I mean, I'm definitely... I'm sure there are still a lot of surprises right. for us. So, Do you still want to see it, Isabel, even after we know what's going to happen in the future? You know, yeah. You I want to see how it plays out. And I feel like even though we know a lot of it, there's a lot we don't know. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, I don't even want to say anything because I don't know if a bunch of our um, viewers know oh, as well, much as we yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I'm constantly on the pages and, you know... <laughs> checking for updates so I, I know a lot but um i do want to see how people separate go back huh. cheat yeah people watch it and i kind of feel like i don't i don't follow every little tweet and everything because i want to see the story play out so That's i don't smart. no and of course i still want to watch it and ed you brought up a good point about amber uh last season because i started to understand why this girl had this mental breakdown and i have a feeling we're going to see something similar with janelle um just 
in the in terms of what happened in last night's mm-hmm. episode, in terms of the season preview, you see why she's like brought to a mental breaking point, why she's brought to do drugs and things like that. So I definitely want to watch it. But I think that's what's so it really said the fact that we know so much about these girls going into it. It shows how much media attention these girls get. And I know we talked about this a lot in 16 and Pregnant and a lot in The Last Teen Mom. Is is it really a platform against teen pregnancy or is it these girls who, you know, get famous off of it? And with 16 and Pregnant, there were a lot of rumors of, oh, do these girls get pregnant to get onto the show, which is ridiculous. But it's like, I don't know. I host a lot of other reality shows for After Buzz. I host Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And except for the huge um, suicide, most of the things that happened in that show, I don't know until I watch the show. But everything that happened in Teen Mom, I pretty much already know. I may not know the the details, but I know. So what do you guys think of the media attention these girls get? Well, see, that's the thing. This one is different than the other reality shows. I think the other reality shows, correct me if I'm wrong, they are told to keep quiet. Mm-hmm. about what happened you know i mean like uh, dancing with the stars for example or the, the beverly hills what all that stuff they're told to not talk about it so that people can watch the show and this one obviously obviously it's not and there's just some different different well, dynamic going on maybe this is a real reality show you know we yeah. come to find out that most of them are all scripted and maybe this is one where there's not much room yeah. to be scripted yeah. i I don't. I find that a little hard to believe. I think that maybe the series started out unscripted, you know, like with these girls that had accidentally gotten pregnant and weren't prepared and whatnot. And I think those girls are the ones that haven't continued on to these series and the um, whatnot. But, you know, from Farah, you know, getting her boobs done and wanting to go into modeling to I think even Janelle has... if. If I remember correctly, I think Janelle has mentioned that she wants to move to L.A. And, you know, they all in the back of their mind have this idea that if they continue on with the show, that something will come of it. And I know that MTV always tries to kind of put the kibosh on those kind of rumors with statistics about how teen pregnancy has gone down since the show and they credit it to the show. But I do think at the end of the day, some of these girls still have an ulterior motive. Yeah, they're celebrities. No doubt about it. They're celebrities. You guys follow them. You know, they're celebrities. Very much so. But I, but I will say, Isabel, you actually do bring up a good point in that all the reality shows I watch, all the ones I host, this is the least, like, scripted, I feel. Like, I, right. I'm not watching it thinking, oh, that's produced. That A producer, you know, told her to say that. This one, I actually think the storylines really are true. So maybe that is why... Um, we know so much about them because right. this is their true life and this isn't something that was just filmed for the purpose of the show. Right. Yeah, agreed. Well, why don't we, now that we had our little discussion in general, why don't we finally get into the girls, into the four girls? Um, shall we start with what I feel is the most dramatic of the bunch, Janelle? Sure. <laughs> um, let's, let's talk about her. I'm going to give you my opinions on Janelle and I definitely... Ed and Isabel, I have a hey, Mari. where you'll stand. Mari. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, before we, uh, I figured this might be a nice time to take, uh, take a caller. We've gone over, yeah, I mean, you guys started the show and we just started blowing up, so I feel I, we have to let someone in. Okay. All right. So, caller, you're on the line. So, area code uh, 647, you are on the line. 
it's Amber calling. Oh, yeah, she um, tweeted. Oh, yes, I there did. you go. Yes. Amber gives incredible insights into reality television shows, so I'm so excited to hear your insights. Um, in terms of our discussion, we were having wait, wait, wait. For, for those of us who don't know Amber, do I, I don't. A- know. Amber, A M A R. Amber. Amber. Yeah. Hi, Amber. Explain that. Hi. <laughs> I don't. I don't yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm so new to Teen Wolf, Teen Mom, and all that. <laughs> for those just joining, Teen, teen Wolf. Teen Wolf. No, it's Teen Mom. I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, what do you want to explain? So, Amber, why don't you give us your opinion on um, on what you think of the show before we get into the girls, just about the fame they get, the attention they get, the fact that we know so much about them and that the show, as we watch it, is so far behind. What do you think of all that? I, you know, I was thinking about that too when I was watching it last night, and it was a Halloween episode. I realized that that's a year ago, and we do know so much about what's happened to them. And you know, and it's I, I kind of found it frustrating because this is the only reality show that is so far behind. I don't know if you guys have already talked about that, probably, but it's I still am interested to watch, even though I know like what's happened them since then and what's going to happen it's still interesting to watch and the fact that they're huge celebrities um like i'm older so it doesn't really bother me but i know that you know like for people that have younger kids like apparently there's a a huge petition by the parents television council Mm -hmm. they disagree with the fact that they're such celebrities and they think that kids are going to get pregnant on purpose and have unprotected sex to be famous because a lot of these girls I think are wannabes and do want to have you know careers like Sarah and Amber or whoever else and go to Hollywood and this isn't really the best way to do it but it's like any other reality show it's an in right yeah mm-hmm. it is it is and and there's girls that apply and don't get selected and right. you know they're just out there and 16 and pregnant and teen moms mm-hmm. and yeah. they're not on a TV show but they tried though you know and yeah. I saw that on YouTube well, I saw, they like, didn't get pregnant yeah, let's hope they didn't get pregnant just to get famous, because then that would mean they applied, got rejected, and they're pregnant. And then they exactly. have to deal with the consequences. So let's hope that's not the case. But, Amber, I want to keep you on the line as we talk about Janelle, only because you were tweeting about her a lot. Um, so why don't, after all She's the hosts are done talking, I want to hear your opinion. She's my favorite. I wanted Wait, to point out. That? Amber said that she's her favorite. I, I think okay. she's such a train wreck, but she's the most interesting to watch by far. Of course. The, oh the, the ones with the most drama are I the most I wouldn't call amazing. her my favorite. <laughs> she okay, is a train wreck. I will give you that. Not my favorite, but the most interesting. But I want to hear what everyone else has to say. Can I point out one more okay. thing? I know how we were just talking about how the show is maybe the least scripted of all the reality TV shows. And I don't know if you guys caught on to this and it could be just in my head but I mean where do you draw the line between scripting and editing because um, you know at least with Chelsea in this premiere episode I noticed that I could tell the difference in some shots where Aubrey her daughter was really really young and then in another shot where her daughter had a ton of more hair and was looked a lot older and was walking and everything. So it's definitely interesting to see, you know, I know they right. kind of prefaced it as being Halloween and it's obviously Halloween of 2010 because Kaylin mentioned that Halloween was on a Sunday that year. But 
it's not all from that time of year. You know, it's definitely over a span of time, and they've taken all of this footage that they've accrued over these months and months and just like put them together where they feel fits the best. So it's not really like following a storyline, it's just the storyline that they've edited, edited it to be. So I thought that was really interesting as well. I totally didn't notice that, but that makes sense because I'm wondering, like, it's Halloween for all four of them, and yet they all have these, like, neatly packaged storylines all that exactly. happen around Halloween. So, like, so much so happened on Halloween Day. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's get into Janelle. Um, personally, I think that I can't understand, and we'll, we'll talk about this again with Kaylin, with Kaylin, how can you lie and keep something a secret when you're on a reality television show and you're being followed by cameras? You're obviously going to get caught. And also, I, I can answer that. Anytime. If it's something that you have to lie about, then it's probably not a good idea. So if Janelle has some reason to not tell her mom about being with Kiefer, then she probably shouldn't be with Kiefer. <laughs> Especially when she's already I on mean, such thin water. Nope, right. I don't agree with that. Of course. What a surprise. <laughs> okay, I don't agree Ed, with that. I don't know how you're going to defend Kiefer right. in this one. I really I'm don't. not going to defend Kiefer. I mean, I mean, I, I saw a couple of things that were kind of cool that he did, but kind of uh, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah. Where I mean, he 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 cleaned up a little bit after prison, right? Cleaned up a little bit for a minute, How? for a second, right? How? Still right? sneaking around. He but anyway, he doesn't have a job or a house or a bed. Well, that stuff comes with time. These are young people. Bushes don't count. But anyway, here's the, but I wasn't even actually focusing on him. I'm focusing on Janelle. Janelle is, in my opinion, a even though we see her fighting, and you know, I I will never support her being disrespectful to her parents and, right. and you know, oh, I mean, to her mom right. and all this stuff. It's horrible. But to be honest, in my opinion, she is a victim first. She is a victim of a domineering, identity stealing, uh, over you know, bearing mother. Who and and in my opinion, yeah. Janelle, she has the only place she feels like uh, like she's a, an, an individual, a separate person, is in her secrets. That's it. She has to have something that is like away from her mother just to feel like she's, you know, just to feel a little bit of normalcy, in my opinion. But no way. She is, she's been manipulated. She has been, you know, um, just, in my opinion, just treated horribly and, and un- unnecessarily bad by her mother, even though her mother has clearly has some good intentions right but the way she goes about it is just you know totally crosses over to uh, off off janelle's boundaries and completely invalidates her as a person to where she has to have a secret life to feel independent at all yeah i i agree with you from all the girls i think janelle aside from the drugs and the drinking which is you know common things teenagers go through that but she is also one of the girls that graduated got her ged before many of them Uh, It seems like she's still going to school. This guy is bad news. But you're right. Aside from that, she's always trying to stay on this track because mom is always behind her. And she still doesn't trust her. Even this this episode, you see her yell at her, like, what else can I do? Yeah, I feel like it's just a control a need to be in control by the mom you know she she is really scared of what might happen if Janelle gets to be in charge of anything right okay she's really scared and so the way she responds to being scared is she just removes all control and tries to 
look like she's doing it for good reason. Yeah. But she's not. Because, she didn't have a good yeah, reason to take her to, to daycare take, that day. Or, right. No way. I agree. No yeah. way. I agree that um, I agree. Janelle's mom is manipulating her and throwing it in her face that she she's like holding Jace, you know, yeah. hostage. Yeah, like yes. uh-huh. But I also think that Janelle instigates it and at some point you know, she has to take responsibility. So she's always mentioning that she's trying to get on the right track, but she never does. Like, she gets a job, and then she's late, and then she gets fired. So it's like, when you get a job, it's like, this is my chance. I'm going to prove it to my mom. She's always trying to prove it to her mom, and then she always miserably fails. So it's like, at some point, she has to, like, take that stance and just do it and not let Kiefer or anyone else get in the way. Like, And she knows that, you know... She's already on such thin ice with her mom, and that's the only place that she has Mm -hmm. to go. And she knows that her mom is so tense and so quick to kick her out or threaten this or that. So why sneak around? Like, she even mentioned, she's like, I know it's risky, but I'm going to have Kiefer drop me off at my house and then take my car. in front. It's just like, that makes no sense whatsoever. You know, like, if you have to sneak around, if you really feel obligated to do that, which I don't agree with... Drop me off around the, the corner, corner, and I will walk. And well, but understand, you guys are thinking like someone who's a little more uh, mature and healthy mentally than these people are. Right. She probably wants her secret life that where she feels independent to be discovered, and then wants pe- people, you know, right. to say, "And this is who I am." And she would rather her mom see it and go, "Oh, wow, you, you you're doing okay." You know, she would rather her mom, but but it's a false hope. I think she knows inside, which is, I think, why she fails at everything, every attempt to please her mom. I think she knows that she can never. Because in the same way that Janelle has to have her secret life to be able to feel independent, the mom is completely scared to let go of her Con- own daughter. Yes. And let go of the, you know, that's her mom's identity is to be the controlling person. She can't. She doesn't right now have the ability to look at her daughter and see any good progress she makes, applaud it, and say, wow, you're ready for the next step. Man, pretty soon you're going to be on your own. You won't need me at all. She's not that healthy. She wants to keep her in and under her and without even realizing that that's what she's doing. And the only time she hadn't any control over Janelle was when the baby was born. So she had to run and take that away from her as soon as possible Uh, by trying to ponder on her, you need to sign this papers or me. Because that was the only thing, person, baby around that would take any control away from her. Exactly. Okay, so I've been prompted by our our, our wonderful producer Phil to make sure that we properly mention uh, Amher's uh, Twitter name, which is Miss Amher G. Is that correct, Amher? Are you still there? Yes. Okay, great. So it's M-S-A-M-A-R-G. And uh, like Mari said, she's uh, consistently providing us with great insight and uh, and wonderful things to talk about. So, One more uh, thing, while I may. Um, for those of you listening to the low faint audio in the background, that is our Real World Edition watching. Another MTV show. They've got actually, I don't know, like 10 special guests tonight from the real world. So make sure to tune oh in God, after that. That means the popcorn Sticking is fresh. i got to go in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, a little plug for them. Get it well, so, um, so uh, Amber, what do you? It's, Janelle's your favorite. Please tell me what your what your thoughts are about like the motivations, the why she does what she does, why her mom does what she does, etc. Yes, favorite is a strong word when referring to Janelle. <laughs> well, my thoughts on Janelle are similar to Ed's, but it's, I'm coming from a little bit of a different place, like from personal experience, and also I'm a therapist, and I worked for many years with kids that were at risk, uh-huh. and also with with addictions and you know 
Janelle from last season to this season, like I noticed that her mom, like her mom is all like like you said, always coming down on her. She's never good enough, you know. And you can tell that her mom has her own struggles. Like Janelle mentioned last season, that her father's never been around, and you know, and then her her baby gets father or whatever. Janelle's also left, so Janelle has abandonment issues. And Kiefer, she also mentioned about Kiefer that. He has nobody. Like, she always says that to her friends. She said it, like, on Twitter and in interviews, that she stays with Kiefer and supports him because he has nobody. And I think that's what she feels about herself, that she really doesn't have anybody that understands her or loves her unconditionally, and she gets that from Kiefer. So she holds on to him, despite the fact that he's completely wrong for her and what everybody says, because he's the only one that gives her that acceptance. And, you know, maybe having a baby like Jace was supposed to give her that, but her mom certainly made that impossible. Yeah. And, you know, and and her mom also has set her up to be this monster because no matter what happens, yes, her mom kicks her out, but she always takes her back. Like even right now in this day and age, she's living with her mom. Like if you follow her Twitter, she's still living with her mom. So we know that her mom always takes her back. So maybe Janelle's never had enough consequences or the wrong kind of consequences. And, you know, and like Ed said, like, you know, you guys are thinking from the perspective of somebody that's had life experience or is a little bit brighter, but she's a teenager that hasn't made the best decisions, hasn't had very good role models. Like, you know, she said about her mom, she's like, this is why your life is like this, mom. You're no better than me. Right. Which leads me to believe that her mom's had her own struggles and her own, like, she looks pretty hard in the mother. And who knows what's happened. And the boyfriend, Mike, doesn't look too great to me either. So... (laughs) Yeah. You know, like Janelle is a product of her environment and, you know, and to have these expectations that she's going to be like Chelsea or whatever is unreasonable, I think. Yeah, I, I, And I, I get the yeah. sense that in inside both of these people are, you know, there's a real mom inside her mom, a real mom. It just seems to be she doesn't really know how to manifest it in a healthy way. And, and Janelle, there's a real, you know, good daughter and a good mom for the future and a good woman there but she's just Mm -hmm. she doesn't know how to uh contain all these things that she's feeling and experiencing now and you guys graduated from high school and she's still going to school and she has a job and chelsea who has a house for free that her dad pays for can't even finish her ged right and yeah she doesn't swear and fight with her parents but like janelle's trying yeah yes yes very interesting yeah and now ed i'll actually agree with you oh my god I'll agree with you on the fact that I think one reason why Janelle was prompted to lie was because her mom, yeah, one of you said she was stealing her identity. I I totally feel that way. Chase is not her baby. I understand that she may have to, it's best for Jace maybe that Barbara has custody of him right now because she has some, Janelle has some problems she's dealing with. But when Janelle wakes up in the morning to see her child, she's there at home planning on being with her child and her mom takes that child to daycare while she's standing there. I think that was only 100% awful and terrible. But but I'll still say I don't think she should have lied to her mom about Keeper and look what happened. And another person I don't think should have lied because it's going to come back to bite her in the ass is Kaylin. I don't understand how yeah. these girls have cameras following them, yet they're lying. And obviously Joe didn't find out about it yet, but Kaylin lied about Jordan. And I really think that's going to come back to haunt her. The thing is, I really like Jordan, so... 
I don't know. I think he's good with the bait. I think he's good with Isaac. I liked him with the trick-or-treating. So if Kaylin had just handled this like a mature adult and said to Joe, hey, why don't you meet this guy? Like, you know, we kind of saw that with Macy and Kyle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking and, of uh, Kyle and you liking Kyle, Mari. I know. <laughs> I wait, it was Macy and Kyle and what's Macy? Oh, Ryan. 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 So, Ryan. But Macy, Macy never lied about Kyle. I think that she was smart about it. She waited a while to introduce them, and then she did. But, like, Brian all the while was very aware that Kyle was in uh, Bentley's life. And so I think by creeping around this and trying to keep secrets from Joe, I don't think that's a wise move. What do you guys think? I think it's hard here because... I think when you separate from a person, and and these are kids, again, we're talking about, you keep your life personal. You know, whoever you're dating, whoever you're seeing, I don't think it's something you share with your ex all the time. I know there's kids involved here, but I don't know if I would have done anything differently. I just kind of feel like it's, you know, if it's not me moving in with this person, it's not someone that I need to speak about to my ex. Yeah, well, not only that, but I think that the, her her ex, her baby daddy, is to her probably scary. The right. way he talks is, he says, "If this fact exists, then here's my threat." You know, he's right. a he's a threatening mm-hmm. guy, and so she's got all kinds of reasons not to tell stuff and be right. worried about and when she is keeps the right time. Saying, "I'm glad we can be, cordial. you know, cordial with each other. I'm glad we can." act like adults when we see and speak to each other because I think she's had other experiences with him and we've seen that. Well, with Kaylin, I agree with you, Mari, that I don't think she should have lied in this instance because she lied last season about Jordan in the first place and we saw how that came back to her. And so she keeps saying, you know, I'm not going to tell him. He doesn't need to know. And it bothers me that she says it as if, like, he doesn't have a right to know because it's not about, you know who she's dating it's about who she is bringing around their son that they have together so i mean i think he does kind of have a right to know like granted he doesn't need to know what they're doing behind closed doors and once the baby's asleep and whatnot but yeah like i you know i think he has a right to know like oh you're gonna take our son trick-or-treating oh other people are going with you like i do think that that is his right to know and because she has brought him into the situation with the child that they share and i also think last season though she lived with him so it was kind of like you can't keep much secrets from him but these I, i don't know i just i mean i understand when your kid's going around a new person and you want to know who's involved but She's just getting it where she wants it to be, where it's they're friendly to each other. There's no drama. And I think she wants to keep it this way. Well, what, hopefully the next caller is equally friendly. <laughs> so caller 818, you are on the line. 818. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to I wanna come back to a point that one of the hosts made um, about, you know, kids getting pregnant on purpose to uh, be on a television show. You know, I agree, you know. I think, I mean, maybe I don't agree. I... Wait, I'm sorry. Do Hello? Caller, do you have a question <laughs> or a comment? Still there? Where did he go? I think he was basically saying that he agreed with us that that some kids, some girls could get pregnant thinking, oh, I can get on 16 and pregnant. I know we've discussed that in the past, the rumors of that. We've never actually seen that for sure. Remember, we interviewed Danielle from uh, 16 and pregnant, and she said that's not true. But, um, 
you know. Well, yeah, she said for her that it wasn't. Yeah, that was true. Well, there actually was a segment um, when those rumors went around on the Today Show, and one of the girls from the one of the original girls had said that after the show aired, there were girls at her school that she knew of that were purposely trying to get pregnant to be on the show. I don't remember exactly which girl it was, but she did a sit down interview with NBC that aired on Today Show and and said that she personally knew girls that were trying to get pregnant so they can have that 15 minutes of fame. This is awesome. Jessica's showing her value. She's, <laughs> right. She reached into the memory banks back to the Today Show to say, well, there was a segment. On this time. <laughs> there was. As a teen mom fan, a, I tuned in. That is awesome. There was a new, oh, sorry, everyone's talking. Okay. There was a news story and today, so, though, that said that um, teen pregnancy in the U.S. is down 10% in the last year. And Amber, I also want to get your your uh, opinion on Kaylin. What did you think about her lying about Jordan to Joe? Well, I think it's wrong, but I understand why she's doing it because, like you know, the other host said, he is threatening, and and I think she's lying because of the way it happened that she was dating Jordan when right. she was still living with Joe and the repercussions of that. And she's very careful though, and she you know wanting to make sure that he's the right person for her and Isaac before she lets him in more. And, you know, I like him. Like, all the boyfriends that I've seen come on the show, you know, on Teen Mom and Teen 2, I really like Jordan. I like him more than Kyle, even. Like, he just seems like a good yeah. guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I trust Kaylin on this one. And I think Joe, like, his family has money, and Kaylin doesn't. So if they took her to court, I think she's afraid that right. she would lose. And that's the problem. I really like Jordan. Unfortunately, I have in news and gossip some updates about where Kaylin and Jordan stand now. But, I mean, we know so much about these girls' lives already that everyone probably already knows. But we'll save that for news and gossip. But one relationship that we know for sure is over and on the outs is Leah and Corey. Because, obviously, we know that um, they divorced. But watching last night's episode... It was interesting because it, I don't want to compare this to the Kardashians after the whole Courtney <laughs> fight, but it's like knowing that Kim and Chris are now divorced. I'm right. watching the marriage like extra carefully to see what the problems were, and very similarly, knowing that Leah and Corey are divorced, I'm watching it more carefully and I see right. why. Leah basically saying she's lonely, she's cooped up, she needs to get out of the house. Corey's basically saying, I don't trust you. I'm jealous of you. I fear that you're going to cheat on me again. Those are major, major issues. Yeah. They are. They are. And they have to be dealt with uh, in order for you to have a relationship to grow. I mean, you, you, you just can't live in that distrust. You can't keep your wife cooped up in the house because you're scared she's going to flirt with the people at her, at her job. So. Yeah, but I think when you... Um Corey has always been a family man. Like he is okay with just staying at home and being at home with her. And her in the last season, she wanted to party. She missed partying. She was so overwhelmed with the twins. So I can see why there's still that trust issue. Maybe they shouldn't have gotten married yet. And we saw last season too when like Corey was really hurt by right. the whole situation. And Leah convinced him, kind of like begged him back. And so, obviously, that 
isn't the kind of thing that you just kind of get over overnight. But he has to at least compromise with it, you know? Like, he can't just expect her to have no life because he can't trust her. That's definitely something that they need to talk about that consists of more than her just saying you have to trust me you know yeah. <laughs> like i mean there's got to be a deeper conversation and understanding in that relationship so that they can live on with their lives and not have to have this in the back of their minds every with everything they do like yeah. really which was he really not gonna let her get a job if other guys were working there that's you know that's yeah that was a little too much a little over the top yeah, but much. you know well, and her mom was. And now, Amber, did you have any too. opinions on Leah and Corey? Well, the same as you. It was really sad to watch. Like, she was so happy that she got the job, and he was just like, oh, yeah, really? Okay. Yeah. And he just seemed so disinterested, and and his only concerns were, yeah, were there other guys working there? And, you know, I'm afraid you're going to cheat on me. And their communication really seemed to be lacking. But I read an interview with her that she went to counseling and asked him to go to marriage counseling with her, and he said no. So that surprised me because he does seem like such a family guy, but I guess he just wasn't confident or invested in the marriage after all. And it's just too bad that they got married. Amber, you just I think scooped me really in my news to. and gossip scoop on Leah. <laughs> but yes, oh, I actually was really surprised to read that. Um, that I was he too, didn't really want surprised. to be counseling. Hmm. Yeah, that's shocking. What that's did you guys think about that? It could be his ego, I feel like. Yeah. Some people have egos and think that, you know therapy like are embarrassed of any sort of therapy or counseling or that kind of thing and aren't really willing to come to terms that they might it might be beneficial to them in one way or another he's thinking that therapist is going to tell me i should let you go to work and talk to guys that's what he's worried about he's scared (laughs) and he's already seems like insecure as it is the dentist that hired her yeah i want to he said i want to pick the therapist i want to pick one that's going to say it's okay for me to keep you locked up that's the therapist i want to talk to <laughs> what do you guys think, though, about her taking a full-time job? Because I think she should get a job because I don't think that... I think her feelings of being cooped up and being lonely would only exacerbate if she didn't get a job. But there's a difference between a couple days and five days a week with twins at home. I don't I don't think that that's going to end well. Including a twin that needs medical attention. I don't think it's going to either. Yeah. So there was there was a bit of an escape there. I mean, for for those of us who have kids, we know that you get the kid, and she had two of them. Mm. Oh my God, it changes everything. It is Drastic. the biggest reality check yes. I've ever had in my life. You know, you give up sleep, you you nothing. Your brain doesn't work right, and yeah, you know what? If you're young and and being you know shown opportunity like you're like a halfway celebrity, she would easily be tempted to you know go into full time right. whatever or escape any kind of way. It's really a, a tough situation for her. Yes. And I agree with what Isabel said earlier about, um, you know, she she wasn't ready. She showed us last season that she wasn't ready to give up her party side and give up her mm-hmm. friends and that kind of thing. So I honestly don't think she really wanted a job, but maybe that was her easy way out That's of, her escape, yep. you know, mm-hmm. getting 
out there in general. She just needs like human contact, and so that like yeah, her escape exactly. Well, you know who's ready to join the party? It, it just seemed to fall into her lap. Like her mom offered it to her, and she got it on the spot. Like even when her mom said it's full time, she was like, "Oh, full time? Okay, I guess I'll go for the interview." Yes, yes, exactly. Okay, who's ready to join the party? Fill in. Caller three one zero. You are on the line. Hi, it's Star. I've been trying to get through. You guys are... Oh, my goodness. I cannot believe it. all this is going on. Uh, this, this is Star, star session. session. She she was supposed to be a co-host. Unfortunately, the time did not work for her, but she is calling in. Hi, Hi Star. <laughs> so we're talking, we're talking oh, about... We, will, we were actually just talking about Leah and Corey... So what did you think about Leah and Corey in last night's episode about the fact that she's getting a full-time job, about his jealousy, about male co-workers, just their whole situation? Well, I think it's great that she even got the job. You know, it looked like her mom was definitely looking out for her um, and called her right away. And I'm sure they need this money, especially with the babies going through all the MRIs and things like that. It, it should not matter if there's a guy working at her job or not. It's all about the income for those babies, especially since they have a sick child on their hands. Okay. But what about a full-time five-day-a-week job? Is that the best decision if you have two kids and one that's sick? Um, well, the baby's not exactly sick. It's, you know, it's there's nothing you can really do, but just make sure you're watching her until we get the proper diagnosis. Right. But I think five days a week is fine. I mean, there's daycare. There's also, they have the parents that are helping. And now that she's bringing in the money, there's, there, there has to be a way that she can, that the kids can get proper care, be watched, as well as come home and still have family time at night. Yeah, and this is a little of the responsibility we always argue. You have a child now. You have to do whatever it is. And if that means work five times a week, eight hours a day, then you do what you have to do. But I think if the money now, was a problem... before we get into Chelsea, who I was saving for last because I personally thought she was the most boring of <laughs> last night's episode, I want to give Star a chance to um, talk quickly about Janelle and Kaylin. What do you think? their storyline. Janelle, I could go on for hours without Janelle. The poor thing is turning into a pathological liar, which is, it's just becoming a pattern with her, and she's in this, like, circle where she can't get out, you know? And Kiefer is, you know, horrible for her. She, she should not be continuing to date her, him. I understand that she loves him, and that, that kept bothering me. She kept saying, I love you, I love you, I love you. What exactly do you love about him? You know, he doesn't bring anything to the table. So, I mean, that it was just kind of like a sick cycle. I just kept watching it, and I, it just broke my heart for her. So I'm glad she's in rehab, and hopefully she can break the cycle. Agreed, agreed. So, yeah. And Kaylin? And Kaylin, um, I love her and her new boyfriend. I think they're cute. I also agree with you guys that she shouldn't be lying and keeping... Jordan away, you know. But we, we, we know in the future that actually Jordan and the, the baby daddy are actually okay with each other. Wow. So it's kind of interesting to see that dynamic of them lying. But either, yeah. either way, it was great that they went um, trick-or-treating, and I'm glad that they were cordial with each other. So let's get on to Chelsea. Am I the only one who thought that she had a boring storyline and 
remember how in last Teen Mom I kept saying that Caitlin was the boring storyline for the most part and that I wasn't really looking forward to watching her just because it was her and Tyler and their ups and downs in their relationship and that was pretty much the entire storyline. I feel like Chelsea this whole season is going to be like, should I take Adam back? Should I not? Oh, I took him back. Now I don't. Like, I feel like, I don't know. That's her storyline. She has nothing going on for herself. I I just just, can't even. Yeah. Nothing. She's a lump. I'm so glad that her friend like left. Kind yeah, like her friend kind of threw her under the bus and was just like, "You do this every single time. You get sad again. Your heart hurts. Whatever the hell it is that you are feeling, (laughs) you go back to Adam. He makes you cry. You hate him. You leave him. Then you go back. It's like all he has to do is like smile at her or something, and she just melts. I don't understand how because I still can't forget when he called the baby up that horrible mistake. Yeah of yours to tell me where to sign her over I still can't forget that how oh did gosh. she forget that I don't know he's the thing is though he turns on the charm he does because he's like oh we just almost kissed each other oh give me a side kiss like oh can I take you out on a date he's one of those most terrible of bad boys because he's sometimes a bad boy and he's sometimes not And you, I know that charm's fake but he still turns on the charm every once in a while and that's almost worse than someone who's consistently bad because you keep falling for it over and over but i feel like his Why? jerkness overpowers his charm yeah, <laughs> yeah i don't like, yeah mari that wasn't such a great i'm like what? i get the no. charm and i get it when you love someone so much and you just like you are blinded by love but like Isabel said the horrible things that he says about her daughter and and the the names that he calls her when he's over it and he's mad at her and like the things that he does he makes her cry so much she cries with him more than she smiles with him and I but, just don't but understand Chelsea it. brings it on for herself you know it's it's again another cycle that needs to be broken you know like she he just basically gave her a look and she was like oh my gosh I completely yeah. love him mm-hmm. but you know he. he He's an opportunist. He wants to come back when he when he's not having another girl on right. the side. He so, wants to be play daddy when it's his time. But that's not how that role works. You have to be daddy twenty four seven. Yeah, so, I don't know. And it's now just, with every reality show, I feel like when there's several castmates, there's one who has a storyline that's boring compared to the rest. Am I wrong here to think that she's going to be the boring one compared to the other three? Oh, definitely. She's, She's boring because she can't get it together. Right. Like, seriously, the GED. <laughs> right. She had so much time to just try. She hasn't even tried. And she gets so distracted by every little thing. Book now. What's like, that? She's been working on her GED for like two seasons, but yet she went to buy a GED book <laughs> in this episode. That made no sense to me. She gets distracted so easily. It's like, what, I know I should be studying now, but Adam texted me. Elastics on the head and <laughs> leopard skin outfits. It's just ridiculous. By the way, yeah. Mari, this oh. is um, Ed's favorite girl. He already called oh, her. Do I have remember, to, do remember I have it to... was Farah. Chelsea's last... your favorite? Yes, he wants her well, to call do, him. What we do is... Chelsea needs to get a new colorist. <laughs> Chelsea consistently has the worst hair color of anyone I've ever seen. No, I have she's to say it. So and hot there was to a recent image of her. <laughs> yeah, you can't. You, you got to be careful the words you choose here. I'm, I'm just, uh, you know. And it's you, like if you see it, it's like white. It's like white 
blonde white blonde hair. yeah the I sad thing is she wants to be a beautician yeah <laughs> well that's how she became really popular was on 16 and pregnant that everybody thought she was really pretty and she got a lot of fans on myspace and facebook so they carried her over onto teen mom but i think that she's like watching a really bad rerun i think she needs to go <laughs> i think Whoa. she's really pretty i just her boring yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's too boring for you ed i actually think leah is the best looking of the bunch am i wrong ed i'm gonna get the guy's opinion here well my my opinion well i didn't even get to say my opinion about you girls talking about bad okay. boys and how you're all like oh if he's a bad boy and his darkness outweighs and and, and he should Jerkness. no all of you say yes <laughs> to the bad boy you all go back no, to the bad boy no. you all do you all do you all do okay you all do <laughs> and so uh, and i'm all alone phil help me out help me out nice guys finish last they do thank and, you uh, if you kn- this is going to be a horrible comment, and I'm ready to cue up my own disclaimer. Uh, a girl with a chick, you know she likes to f. f. The views expressed herein are those of the host only. What? Phil, at least give me something I can what? I can back you up on that I understand. Okay, so the answer to your question, Mari, yes, Leah is also a pretty girl, and I'm done. Now. Well, let's be honest. They've all kind of stepped it up since the yes. first season because yes. Leah was a li- like the straight bangs and the curly hair like they've all had their moment no, <laughs> she was 25 this season again but she has straight hair with straight bangs again now I just right but she used to do straight right. bangs with, with curly, curly hair. hair it was awful <laughs> yeah. she looks over 21 well, in this season have- too all the makeup. Why don't we go to a quick commercial break and then we'll come back to some amazing gossip and prediction Hi, I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzzTV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after-shows, from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. Okay. So we're going to start off with Janelle and a little update about her. (laughs) I actually, she has so many legal problems that I run a legal blog. If you want, if you're interested in uh, legal news and celebrity legal news, check it out. It's thelegallady.com. That's one L, thelegallady.com. And I wrote about her and I said, hold up, am I watching Team Mom or am I watching Cops? Because Janelle... is like in and out of crimes and courtrooms so much and we're not really even seeing the worst of it basically right now where we left off in last night's episode is she's come out of jail from her breaking and entering um, crime that she got busted for after that she failed a drug test 
while she's on probation. And she gets into that terrible fight that we probably all saw on YouTube and gets charged with simple assault. Then she goes to rehab. And now last week she appeared before a judge to admit guilt in actually failing that drug test while on probation. But she's since remained clean. So that's a little update on her legal battles. And then in terms of her and her mom, I want to get your opinion on this. She basically, her and her mom are not seeing eye to eye still. She said, I'm doing everything in the right direction. I've learned how to control my anger. And she's working hard to change her life and take custody of Jace. But her mom singing a different tune saying she continues to struggle with motherhood. Um, But then Janelle goes back and says, she's just really scared of me getting custody back because I'm so close. She's going to do anything in her power for me not to get her back. So what do you guys think of that? That was that was just a recent interview, just in the last couple of days that she said that. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's a reflection, you know, on the mom. Like, what does she have? If, if Janelle actually matures and, God forbid, becomes a responsible adult, then what does the mom have to, you know, to make her who she is? She's got nothing. And so she's just grab, you know, trying to do it. She's desperate to keep her identity, which is controlling somebody else. I don't know. I think, um, to be honest... I, if Janelle did have custody of Jace, I wonder if she would be willing to put in the work that it takes. Because, you know, like, even though I know she's trying and she says that she's working hard, we still see her constantly, whether she's going to Amber's house, whether she's going to party, whether she's going to meet up with Kiefer, she's setting that as her priority as opposed to spending more time with Jace and staying home. And, you know, just because um, Barbara has legal custody over Jace doesn't mean that Janelle can't still be home and be a mother figure to him. Right. And because Barbara has custody, she just takes that as her cue to leave and and do whatever she wants because there's always someone else there to watch Yeah, there's some immaturity there, but remember, I mean, the mom clearly sabotages her ability to succeed as a a mom to her own. Not all the time, though. When Chase is taking a nap, you don't just say, oh, well, this is my chance to go visit my friend. Oh, well, there's the immaturity. That's the immaturity, yeah. And and Star, I want to get your your take on Chanel now. I mean, with her... If you look at the whole story as a package, just by watching it, the child is not in the best place, even with the mom. The yelling... I mean, that kid immediately screams the moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They scream, you know? And it's just... You can just see it. It's a bad cycle. It's not going to be good for him when he grows up as an adult. So, I mean, on the outside looking in... I'm really looking at the child, and I don't yeah. see... He's happy for a few minutes, but he's mostly crying because they're screaming. So I don't know where... If he's ever happy. And it's screaming in his so. face, too. Yeah, like, while one of them is holding him, or, like... When yeah. they had their screaming match this episode, it was, like, right in the poor kid's ear. It was just like, oh, that poor baby. Yeah, I can watch that. And this is, like, the time in his age where he can repeat things, you know, he's learning, this is learned behavior time. Mm-hmm. He's learning from his, from his parents, his guardians, you know, there's no structure. And he's going to grow up yelling. Yeah. 
And now I have some sad news about Kayla, Kaylin and Jordan because we're all basically on the same page here saying we really like Jordan. And we'll get into predictions about what happens because I think I can tell. But as for an update of where they are now, Kaylin just said in an interview that her and Jordan are not thin on speaking terms. Um, but the good news there is that um, she said that her and Joe are in a good place right now and that they're continuing to try to co-parent Isaac. And she also started a baby clothes collection called the Isaac Elliott Collection. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a children's fashion line, which she actually started with Joe's brother's girlfriend. So I guess it seems like her and Joe's family seems to be all right if she's starting a fashion line with... Speaking of capitalizing on (laughs) an ulterior motives. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Actually, all these reality shows, all the reality stars, like, have their own businesses. Like, all the Real Housewives have shoe lines and makeup lines. This is actually the first one I've heard of from a teen mom. So for her for being entrepreneurial, I guess. Well, I definitely think Kaylin has... She's really smart. You know, she's not someone that's just going to stay where she is. I feel like she is going to grow. Um, she's a great mom. Um, she just makes the right decisions all the time. But I think that this is a, a great start. Who knows where it's going to go and where it's going to grow. But, you know, the collection line, that's so cute. I think that's that's adorable. Great idea. But what do you guys think about Jordan? I like Jordan. I think he's cute yeah. and he's nice and you know he makes her happy so I guess yeah but it sounds like it's goodbye yeah. Jordan well I mean let's not forget it's too much for anyone that becomes a mom at such a young age and to just bring someone and expect them to be ready for this it's too much to handle it's too much to handle now when you are single at 25 26 to find a man that really wants that doesn't have any kids and then you bring them along and say well I have one so you automatically have to become somewhat of a Co-parent and then yes. add cameras, right? <laughs> so I, I could see, you know, doesn't speak bad on Jordan's part. It was probably just too much to handle all at once. Yeah, and then where Chelsea currently stands, it sounds like she um, is on the outs with Adam. She just told ABC, "Good Morning America." I always wanted my family together. I believe children should have a full family, and you should be married when you have a child. But when you have a kid young, you just can't always give them that opportunity. So it sounds like she doesn't get the happy ending with Adam, though none of us are surprised. Right. <laughs> not at all. Yeah. I'm sure her heart We're is sad. We're not surprised, as well as it's, that wouldn't be a good way for her anyway. She needs right. to worry about herself. She's to focus on other people. And I think she needs to just really just grow as herself. Yeah. And then we already talked about my news of Leah and Corey and the fact that Corey um, actually didn't want to go to counseling and that Leah, in a last-ditch effort to save her marriage, tried to get him to go to counseling. Uh, Star, did we get your take on this? Wasn't it rumored that she, that he cheated on her with another house, with another uh, team mom girl? That was after they had decided to split up. I don't think it was I don't think he cheated on her but he did there were rumors that he had hooked up with another teen mom oh but it was after yeah well I mean honestly he didn't even give her eye contact I don't even think he like likes her (laughs) the way the episode was showing it last night so you know the divorce I don't condone divorce but in that situation they were too young to get married in the first place 
they already made one mistake, now they added another. So hopefully they can just grow and co-parent. Yeah. Well, Leah's well, already we'll have to with she... someone else, isn't she? Sorry? Mari, was was that another one of your scoops that Leah, uh, she's living with someone else. She just moved in oh, with a new boyfriend. Oh, she's living with? <laughs> well, she, it was on her Twitter that she met somebody in, she said, she said, timeline people, I got divorced in June, I met my new boyfriend in July, and we just moved in together. <laughs> so she's living with, and they were talking about, she was like tweeting, oh, my boyfriend's driving the U-Haul. He looks so sexy. And yeah, so she's living with a new boyfriend that she's oh. been going out with since um, the summer. And she's only wow. been seeing him well, for four months. Let's hope he's a good guy like, then. Well, and she says that she loves him more than she ever loved Corey. Uh, and it's only she been, said that that's on Twitter. not surprising. <laughs> yeah, she put it on Twitter. That's horrible. <laughs> Clearly, she Terrible. wasn't loving Corey when she cheated on him. Right. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't think they ever what got I married for the right reasons when in the first place. People are speaking English and they have to put subtitles underneath. Like every time Corey talks, there's subtitles. Kyle, another Kyle. Okay, I'm going to continue All right. on Corey. Can he lose the hat? That hat is the oh same hat. I don't throw it, it away. Much above his head. When he got married, he had it's that dirty and ripped and gross. And it's the same hat. Okay, isn't it? so Corey, if you're watching, <laughs> lose the hat and start speaking more English, with, <laughs> more eloquently. Enunciate, well, it, Corey. Enunciate. <laughs> Why? In, uh, in, in the doctor, there was a Doctor Drew after show um, yeah. that happened. It was an update show, I think, and it had. Uh, uh, a bunch of the teen mom dads and Corey okay. was one of them and he was mm-hmm. it was I guess shortly after him and Leah had you know divorce. really separated divorce or whatever and he his demeanor he was sad he, yeah. he was crying he could almost not even talk so he was really affected at that point but my point is he didn't have his head on on that show <laughs> side note <laughs> alright so let's get into some predictions for next week and for the season as a whole here comes the music. <laughs> Mari, oh. you always miss your cues. Well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was it. No, that was yeah, your cue. Music is over. Oh, that was it. I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Hold on. Right. In, in Mari's defense, the, the volume on the, yeah, the prediction music was a little yeah. low, Phil, in the studio. Phil in. <laughs> Yeah, what's up with that? Uh, that's actually not true. It's quite loud. Mari, Mari just is so hard of hearing and narcissistic on her phone line back in New York that uh, <laughs> she just doesn't hear anything that I say. Okay, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I missed it to all our listeners and viewers. But let's talk about our predictions. Um, prediction. <laughs> He's not fair. <laughs> all right, so for next week, it looks like Leah is having to deal with her daughter's health concerns yet again and that her daughter needs an MRI um, Chelsea still contemplates getting back together with Adam I think that's going to be the preview every week for Chelsea <laughs> and <laughs> Janelle and Keeper have this like huge major fight over his drinking but that fight wasn't even nearly as insane as the entire season preview that season preview was insane it was like she has these terrible fights with Keeper. It looks like they're on the outs. 
Um, she leaves her mom's house, moves in with a friend, gets into a huge fight with a friend. I don't know if that's the same fight that she ended up getting in trouble for, but it didn't look like it. I don't know. Um, that was insane. And then the whole Leah Corey divorce and the moving truck, that was crazy emotional. And to me, the most shocking part of the season preview was Kaylin. It looks like she cheated on Jordan. And is it with Joe? Because it's like Jordan walks in and she goes, oh, I have something to explain. And then he walks out. Was that with Joe? Yes, I think so. But we're going to have to wait and see. I'm kind of excited. So what do you guys predict for uh, next week in the season? I, I, I pass on predictions this time. I'm not ready to predict yet. I'm not ready to predict. But I will have some good ones. Well, um, Janelle will probably start another fight with anyone around her. It's, I think, key for this time. Um, her mom would try to get a hold of her and allow her to move back in. Um, let's see. Caitlin, I think she... I think her storyline for next week would just be Joe maybe finding out about her and um, Jordan. Um Chelsea, is that? Yeah, Chelsea and Adam. Yeah, Chelsea and Adam. Uh, maybe she'll get a tan. That <laughs> she's tanned all the time, so maybe she'll, she'll we'll dye see her, her. Yeah, we'll see her dyeing her hair and getting a new tan. The end. I I don't know. Predictions are hard with this because, like I was talking about editing earlier, it always turns out to be completely different from right. how we see it in the previews. But what I would like to see. Um, I kind of want to see Chelsea's parents lay the smack down instead of her mom being <laughs> like, I don't think it's a good idea. I want them to be like, we pay for everything. Adam is toxic. Get over it or you're on your own. If you go back to him. Um, you know, we already know that Janelle is still living with her mom. So, you know, it's just going to be more drama, more fights, mm. more like it's so hard for me to watch. You know, just I can't even I'm not saying that I'm on Barbara's side or whatnot, but I can't even imagine ever talking to any of my parents that way. Even as a grown adult, I'm still like, what the fudge (laughs) in front of my, you know, so, um, and I don't know, you know, like we know a lot of things that play out with Corey and Leah. They're obviously not going to make it. And, and, uh, the Kaylin story with, um, Jordan and Joe should be interesting as well. So we will see. All right. Well, I'm so glad to have all of you guys on board for the whole rest of the season to discuss what actually does go down. So, Ed, Jessica, Isabel, Star, and Amher, thank you all for joining me tonight. I hope you can all join us next week. Same time, same place, and I can't wait for the next episode of Teen Mom 2. All right. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.